Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Nate, and you're listening to the Otaku Liberation, a show where we help you break the chains that hold you back in your life by connecting some biblical principles with themes from your favorite anime. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different because I don't have an episode to cover today. But instead, I invited a very special, pretty cool guest on here where, you know, he's, he's my buddy. We worked together the last couple of years and we both are true, true nerds at heart. Kurt, when you you know introduce yourself a little bit and talk to the people and tell them about yourself, man. All right, all right. Thank you, Nate, for that beautiful introduction. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, my name is Curtis. Uh, like Nate said, we uh, worked together for a good little while. Um, and yes, I am a nerd, a big nerd. When it comes to any and everything about anime, I love it. Yes, sir. <laughs> all genres, all types, love it. Yeah, even the even the feel good ones, Kurt. Hey, listen, the feel, <laughs> hey, the, hey, listen, hey. Since I've been a, since I've been a father, my anime has shifted a lot. Okay, <laughs> I love the feel good animes, man. The good ones that make you just feel warm inside. Like I sometimes prefer just to watch those over the killing, the drama, and all that other animes that you know <laughs> the typical shonens. No, it like, trust me. <laughs> right, look, me, we, you know, man. A lot of our interests are very much alike. So I get you hundred percent. I'm not a father, but man, a good story just hits different, bro. <laughs> it does. Like you know, you know. I don't want to go into a tangent about this, but it's like one of those things where you let's let's. I'm gonna compare it to like a typical TV show, like people watch. You know, yeah, yeah. people watch TV shows for the drama and the storytelling and all that. That's how anime is for me. I watch mm-hmm. it for it, it's like the same reality TV shows that people watch, but it's just anime, and it kind of it is stretched a little bit more, but right. it's still relatable to home. Mm-hmm. It, sometimes it just get a little wild with the supernatural, but it's okay. <laughs> it, it's okay. Yeah, look, as long as you know what you're getting into, and. It's funny. I was just having a conversation with my mom the other day about, you know, why I started this podcast and stuff like that is to help people understand that, you know, it you can relate to anime a lot. It's not all about the killing and the demons and, you know, the fan service, depending on how deep you go. But there's a lot of good points that you can pull out from any media, right? Any shows, games, stuff, if you want to go that deep about it but yeah because most of them have a hidden agenda most mm, of them yeah honestly some some good other ones are just no but <laughs> then you get the ones like what you see is what you get so like <laughs> hey listen you just gotta take it for what it is <laughs> but um but so yeah man again I just want to thank you for making time in your your busy, busy schedule you know being a dad and a father and the loving husband that you are <laughs> takes the time to talk to me about, you know, the stuff that we love. Um, anytime, man. Anytime. So, so again, so I can know me. You kind of talked a little bit before about kind of what this whole thing is going to be. But so I got some 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 got some questions for you that you know, from sure the viewers, the viewers at home to their listeners, they're going to be. You know, they're they're gonna be shocked by how deep some of these questions are. Right? Like, man, anime goes this deep? Yes, yes, it does. Hey, hey, listen, man, <laughs> I read these questions uh, before we even got started. And looked, I was like, Nate, come on now, you got me thinking, man. 
You got me thinking like that. I, I never even thought about a perspective like this with some of these questions. But all right, we gonna we gonna tackle them today. We gonna hey, tackle look, today on this. Hey, look, we gonna do it and do it together. Cause look, I'm I'm, I'm reading them again now. Like man, <laughs> I don't know my own answers to these questions, right? Hey, listen, me too. I said the same thing. But uh, you know, we want to make this as genuine as possible. So hey, no prep time. Hey, right. We just going in. We just going in. <laughs> All right. So the so first one is, can you share with us how anime has influenced your life and shaped your perspective on just various things, you know, like relationships, your own personal growth, career choices, things like that? Oh, uh, OK. So this one is several points in this question. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm, I'm going to try to attack each one um, that you ask. But we're going to go with we're going to start with relationship. Mm-hmm. So. As I was growing up, I didn't have that whole two-parent household that, you know, that love and, you know, grew grew up around that that love, that relationship that, you know, that right. most family members and stuff seen together. You know, mm-hmm. I have I have my great grandma. Right. Okay. So I have my great grandma, my uncle. That was the closest as like a. And my sister, I'm not going to discredit some of the other people. I have my sister and some family members, but they wasn't. I was never close. You right. know what I'm saying? Other, okay. than my, other than my immediate guardians, which was my uncle and my great-grandmother. Okay. Um, so the relationship aspect of, like, love and, you know, having that growing up to see what, you know, that how to, you know, how to build those relationships and how to have a, you know, strong bonds with people. Only bond that I had was truly was with my my mother figure at that time, which was my great-grandmother. Uh, mm-hmm. Up until I started meeting friends. Friends and animes. <laughs> so, as I'm watching... <laughs> so, so, yeah, I'm getting to the power of friendship. <laughs> hey, hey, look. Hey, look. For, for my viewers or my listeners who aren't really anime fans, just know the power of friendship beats everything. Like, you it know? beats <laughs> everything. And honestly, it shapes a lot of different aspects in life, too. Mm-hmm. Friends can get you through a whole lot of stuff. Whole lot. And it's yeah. Like, more than what family most of the time can get you. I mean, certain family. I, right. Depending on your, you know, your livelihood. But to get back, to, to go back to it is that, um, so, at that time, I think, as I was growing up, the animes I had were the classic big OG, you know, you got to go with number one, Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Dragon yep. Ball, the big three, Dragon Ball, Naruto, and Bleach. Okay. At the time. So, watching Naruto and watching Dragon Ball showed me that, you know, no matter how down you can be, especially with Naruto, Naruto just about an orphan. Everybody right. knew his life. Everybody <laughs> yeah. knew his life, but he didn't know his life. You know, hey, <laughs> everybody hey, around him knew everything, and could have took this man out of a dark place. And they just didn't. Well, don't they even just did that, right? And, and, and <laughs> just didn't. And that goes to the same thing. Like, I mean, like I said, when I didn't have my mom and them and stuff. I mean, I knew my mom, but you know, mm-hmm. oh my father, they they was around. Or everybody knew them, mm. but. I didn't know them, you know. Mm, Any one of these family members of me could say, "Hey, you know, you know, your dad is here. You want to meet him? We can take you to meet him." But they didn't, you know. So it was mm. like, so Naruto was really relatable to me and my 
and it was up until I met um, one of my closest friends. Um, his name is Dante. Okay. Um, he, we were, I didn't really, you know, have a bond. I know what a bond was, but I just knew we shared one thing. We was watching Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> we shared one thing. We was watching Naruto. And then from that, like, um, we just became friends, like close friends, shared about everything Naruto, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And that relationship right there that I built from just anime watching with him changed mm-hmm. my life. Like, I started mm-hmm. seeing, you know, I started being a little bit more positive. Um, you know, I was more of a, you know, I started getting a more happy, ongoing person. Right. Um, uh, just, just for that, that friendship. Just, just finding one guy that likes, that understood me. You know? Uh, <laughs> that it, understood yeah. me. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah. yeah. Un- that I, shaped I, everything, right? It changed everything. Just finding one thing, just, you know, one person. We had similar backgrounds, you know. He, we, we, our, our life was pretty much similar in mm-hmm. the aspect of like, you know, growing up with a single parent, you know, type of stuff like that. Right. And a lot of things that helped us through it was, you know, nerd. Oh, well, Anime. I'm not going to say Naruto. Anime, Dragon Ball Z, too. Dragon Ball Z shows you the power of friendship. You can overcome everything from friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, Everybody depended on that one friend. It showed what a dependable mm-hmm. friend was. Ooh, I like that. I like that, yeah. You, you see? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no matter how hard it was, he always showed they up. They always knew he was going to show up. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's how I felt. Like, yeah, I have my family here. Yeah, I have, you know, my immediate guardians and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But no matter how hard times was, you knew you I had, had to I, I knew I, I could go over here and talk to him. And as time grew, mm-hmm. I grew, you know, I started getting other friends that was similar like that. That's how I built my circle. Um from that trust. You know, f- finding people that's like that. Um, so that's how relationships pretty much, you know, sum up with anime. And yeah. <laughs> after watching Goku, watching Naruto, you know, even though, and, and another, the circle back to Naruto is that, you know, no matter how hard or what you and your friends going through, mm-hmm. you can still make up Naruto and Sasuke. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same, <laughs> see, same thing, man. Listen, bro, I can go on and on about stories like this. Like, one and and one day, and I was young, I'm, and this mm-hmm. was a terrible, I didn't know no better. Me, I mean, this guy, <laughs> we've been friends forever. Mm-hmm. And one situation happened. I call this the typical anime situation. It oh. involved a woman. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, hey, no. hey, women cause great wars out here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and oh. same thing with me and my me and my boy Dante. Um I we actually stopped talking for a while over a girl. And it wasn't a typical, hey, I like this girl, you like this girl situation. It was more so mm-hmm. my I call him my brother. My brother, Dante, because mm-hmm. this is the closest thing that I had to a brother. This right. is yeah. He disrespected the girl I was talking to. Mm. Mm. Me on my hand, you know. I'm like, all right, well, you know, okay, that's my brother. I don't care. I'm laughing about the situation. 
She didn't like that. She wanted him to leave and never come back. Mm. Mm. You know, I tried mm. talking the situation out, but it didn't work out the way I wanted. But I also liked the girl. So you, and I took the girl's decision to be. Ah, okay. But, but like, listen, this is how you know you have a good friend, though. Mm. This is how you know this. He was like, okay, okay. He's like, you know what? I'm going to do what you say. Some time went past. Things didn't work out with the girl. Mm-hmm. Came back like it was nothing. Like it so was listen, nothing. man, like it was nothing. It was like, bro, I understand, man. You know, what I said was a little messed up, you know. Mm-hmm. I did apologize. She ain't like it, but, you know, it, it is what it is. But, you know, she gone now. We back, baby. <laughs> we back, baby. Like, like it was, like it was, like it was just yesterday. We back. Lord, I, yeah. It's funny hearing that. So, me, we, one of my old homeboys. We didn't have a falling out like that, but we just, you know, how sometimes you just grow, you outgrow some people, right? You go in different mm-hmm. stages of your life. And me and him, we had when we and him were best friends for like years, like years. Like he was. Pretty much my brother, but then we just—I moved away. So we started going our separate ways in life, and you know, we, we kind of lost lost touch a little bit. And then, like just this past year, he reached out to me out of the blue, boy, and we just picked up like it was yesterday. Like you said, it just kind of—it <laughs> nothing. It felt like nothing had stopped, nothing had changed. We just started laughing and joking like we used to, and you know, I think. Yeah, not not to get too far off topic, but again, for for my listeners out there, just to really strive to be that type of friend, right? Not just look for them, but to really try to be that type of friend too, where you, you know you understand life happens, right? You know, like you and your homeboy Kurt, you guys had a falling out, but he didn't fight, he didn't fault you for it. He didn't even fault uh, fault the girl really. He's just like, hey, this is it is what it is. I'll be here when you come back, right? Type thing. Like, I'll be here if you come back and. Vice versa. So, I mean, I think that's that's some powerful that everyone should strive is just to, you know, be that type of person, right? Just kind of turn the other cheek when you can, and just you know, just love on each other. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, hey, listen, man, you are absolutely right. It's you don't you don't see too many people like that, and that's why to this day I still respect my brother. Still mm-hmm. call him every day. I talk to him. I mean, we don't hang like we used to, mm-hmm. but. Um, but we we both got families. We oh, yeah, I mean, I was say like, like y'all grown, grown. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we we both got you know we both married, got families and stuff like that. But you know, we just a phone call away if anything needs. If he needs anything, I need anything, and just simply that. Like I said, we pick up the phone. Hey man, I love you, man. You're doing all right. Um, and just chop it up a little bit. Hey man, mm-hmm. I talk to you when I talk to you. I already know you busy. I'm busy. We both trying to grind out here. We both trying to get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Ain't that true, bro? <laughs> um, Ain't that the truth? But to really sum up that whole thing, like, yes, if I didn't see those relationships in, in anime, mm-hmm. um, I don't think my friendships, I don't think the relationships that I have right now uh, or the values that I grew up on relationships just by watching them would mm-hmm. be the same. Um, I probably would be. <laughs> I probably be somewhere else. You know, I would. Yeah. Like, hey. 
I said, look, you ain't got to say no more. I got you, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's like one of those things. Like, if you didn't see that, because that's the thing. Like I said, I didn't see that in the people that was my guardians and stuff. Mm-hmm. I saw that from me watching anime. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if it wasn't Dragon Ball Z, it was Yu Yu Hakusho. It was mm-hmm. Naruto. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, I mean, at that time in the 90s, it was, uh, yeah, that was pretty much the the ones that I was pretty hooked on at that time, besides the other ones that I don't speak of. Um, <laughs> I got here. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, even even Cowboy Bebop, another another OG classic. Yeah, Cowboy OG. Bebop, but you know, R.I.P. Spike. But uh, <laughs> ending was such a tragic. Hey, I still watch that anime every year, once a year. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, once a year. I, I have to go back and watch the OGs um, every year. Uh, if it isn't Trigun, mm. it's Outlaw Star, it's Cowboy Bebop, Fooly Cooly, you know, classics. Boy, those are classics, bro. I might, I might, I might start that tradition myself, man. <laughs> it, it, to be honest, it's listen. I mean, <laughs> the classic they still hit differently when you watch them. Mm. Like if you watch the. You know, the the new trend of animes, of course, most of them is, you know, Easy Gods yeah. and stuff like that, and being right. reincarnated and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Um, but the classics hit so different. So different. Worth watching. Always it's it's always worth watching. It still gives you that good feeling and that that send chills down your your, your spine when you're watching that anime. It's almost, it's almost like to me, you know, back then is when they had a lot of good like like storytelling and like development. Like you cared about all of the characters, right? And yeah, you know, in OG anime, like you like you said, a lot of the modern anime, outside of like a couple, you know, you know, like like your Demon Slayer, your Jujutsu Kaisen and stuff like that. But like you said, the Isekais and all that, you really don't care about too many of the characters outside of the main character. And even then, they're just the same as everybody else. So it's like <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like what what am I really watching here? But like the OG, the classics, the ones that you know, yeah, very good st- story driven animes. And mm-hmm. so even the ones who aren't like Dragon Ball Z, like yeah, let's be honest, nobody watched Dragon Ball Z for for the story, bro. Like <laughs> you, we did for some cold fighting and some cool transformations. Uh, I can't agree with you on that one, man. Oh, okay, all right, listen, listen, <laughs> because I'm. Some of the older Dragon Balls, yes, had pretty good Red Ribbon and Dragon Ball. Really mm-hmm. good, really good uh, driven story. Um, of course, we already know you can't go past the Cell Saga. You know that mm-hmm. Cell Saga, yeah. great. Yeah, Frieza, Frieza. Actually, you know Frieza was really good too. It was a lot of you know filler, but Frieza was really good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Majin Buu Saga was eh, okay at best. But you know what really got everybody. You got to say it is it's the Freezer Saga. I mean, not Freezer, the Cell Saga. Cell Saga yep. got everybody in the Dragon Ball. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't even <laughs> argue with that. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's probably the outside of Goku turning Super Saiyan the first time. I think the Cell Saga as a whole was probably some of the most iconic stuff from Dragon Ball Z. Like when you think about it, I know because yeah. it brought it brought the it brought Future Gohan storyline. 
It mm-hmm. brought future trunk storyline, which is a little side. It was a little side stuff, but that right. future trunk stuff was still cool. I still yep. to this day, when trunks first went Super Saiyan after the death of Gohan, mm-hmm. oh. was still embedded in my memory. Mm. In the rain, crying, holding <laughs> Gohan. Come on, man! Come but on, it, y'all it, can't it, you can't tell me that one cool. Are you it was right? almost as cool as Super Saiyan Two Gohan. Oh boy. <laughs> Man, Gohan got active after that, Russ. <laughs> what a shame uh, what they did with Gohan after that, but it, we don't speak on that. We don't speak on that. <laughs> we don't speak on Jim Suit. Jim Suit Gohan. I can't even turn Super Saiyan no more. What? <laughs> it's such a strain on my body. <laughs> oh, bro. All right. All right. Let me let me. All right. Yeah, we go, we're going all the way up. We're going all the way up. Oh, but. But hey, you know, again, that's some again the the joys the joys of you know anime and and I guess being an otaku in general, right? Because let me kind of break that down for people who don't really understand what that means. Because otaku, you know, you hear the word, people immediately think you know anime and you know Japanese type culture and stuff like that. But the word is really if you have a a um, an obsessive hobby. So anything you're you're interested in, you can be an otaku about fitness, right? If you're really into lifting weights and different workouts, stuff like that. You know, of course, video games, anime, the the American football, you know, you know, soccer, things like that. So for me, it's when you when you surround yourself with other people who share the same interests with the same intensity, then you get conversations like this, right? Where you can just go off on a tangent for, for four hours about one little thing, one one moment, and then next thing you know, six plus hours have gone by, and you know, I just I guess why I want this whole thing to be just a like a community like that, you know, to understand, you know, you're not alone. It's okay to be weird. It's okay to have these type of hobbies and stuff like that. You're not, you know, you're not gonna get beat up in the street, <laughs> and it's just it's just good, clean fun, man. That's that's all it really is, um, but. Let me transition into this next question because I'm reading it now. And I'm I'm trying to trying to figure out an answer. So if you had <laughs> if you had never discovered anime, how do you think your life would be different today? Okay, so this is actually a really easy question. Um, I don't think much would have changed in my life if I would have never discovered anime because when it comes to anime, well, no, no I take that back. I take that back. Um, mm-hmm. It, it probably would have changed a little bit, but my passion, or I got to go break it, I got to go into my, my little career. I mean, which you already know, but for the listeners, right, right, right. I, I work in IT. Um, and as a child, I was always interested into destroying stuff and putting <laughs> it back together. Mm-hmm. Um, which started my whole uh, IT thing for me is just I was like I was always interested on how things work why it worked the way it works mm-hmm. and if I could wrap my head around how it works I could figure out how to make it work yep and it started with a what it was a SNES I believe it was I think that's what it was um, this is back in 98 you want to say Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I had a Super Nintendo, and it broke. Loved that thing. 
best console ever at the time. Nintendo <laughs> had a really great console. Mm-hmm. Um, th- I think during that time, I think that it was transitioning to 64 too. But Super Nintendo loved it. Mario, all that time. Mario All Star, favorite game to this day. But um, <laughs> it broke. It broke. I didn't know why it broke. I was upset. At that time, I think Super Nintendo was like $200. I couldn't afford mm. that. It was maybe a little cheap because I think, like I said, I think that was during the time when the 64 and PlayStation was coming out. And I think they were about 200 bucks during that time. But um, but I was still young. Young, can't afford mm-hmm. it. Ain't got no job. Cutting grass. I cut grass to get that. Uh, <laughs> Super Nintendo in the first place. But um, yeah, it broke. And that right there say, hmm, in my mind, it just immediately clicked. I was like, if I can break this open, kind of look at it, examine it, and see why is it not working. Maybe I can fix it. Sure enough, I broke it down. Take a look at it. I saw one, and I think it was like a little compressor, and it kind of bent or whatever, or wasn't mm-hmm. touching. It wasn't touching the board anymore. I forgot what mm-hmm. I did. I think I kind of I don't know at that time. Maybe I used some, uh, electric tape. I want to think. Try okay. to get the connection there, and. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, it worked. I said, huh. I said, this is this is actually pretty cool. Um, I think I'm going to pursue this. And over time, you know, I started, I, you know, I let my guardians at that time, like, hey, look, you know, I'm interested in this. Mm-hmm. And I think I want to try to do this. I'm still young, but, you know, they would give me, like, Game Boys and, like, stuff, like, little technology, DVD players and all that stuff to try to break around, break mm-hmm. down and play around when that was broken. And, you know, I I ended up getting the name of the house, Mr. Fix-It. <laughs> Even Curtis, he can fix it. I'm like, uh, you do realize I'm, like, half y'all age. <laughs> Just give it to him. He'll fix it. He'll figure it out. He's smart. <laughs> and, and I'm in a house, and the funny thing about it, I'm in a household with a lot of people that have no more than... Ele- I'm not gonna say elementary. They had high school educations. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so you know, they mm-hmm. didn't know no better. So a lot of like a lot of people in my family, I think it's only maybe one or two people actually went to college. A lot of people in my family were, all right, well, we had to work. You have to work, we have to work, we gotta right. get a job, we had right. kids, all that stuff. So, you know, education came second, working came first. So mm-hmm. And same with my great grandmother. She she didn't have no education. She was uh, during her time. She was working in a cotton field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she always knew either work and and then she was a janitor for Ju for a long time too. And she retired at a uh, at the Ju uh, Jackson University College. Okay, uh, as a janitor. Um. So. All her little funds and stuff came to buying me little knickknacks to, you know, play around with and to get into technology with. Um, mm-hmm. she, would, she would do everything she could to make that happen. Like, hey, I'll get you this, I'll get you that, whatever I can get. Or, you know, people that work with her would give her stuff. But to circle back to anime, um, we can go back to, like I was saying, like watching the big three, Naruto, all of them. Like, it showed that, you know, putting effort in, to something mm-hmm. and hard work pays off. So, yeah. you know, as I see people, you know, triumph in these different animes that I'm watching, it gave me the courage to keep going, you know, to keep trying, 
to go and uh, tackle the biggest obstacle I can, or mm-hmm. you know, the, to go bigger. Um, and that goes with you know, to this day, I'm still watching anime. Is that show? You know, if you put your hard work in, you can triumph anything. Blue Lock, as an example, mm-hmm. one of the most recent yeah. anime I watched that shows that hey, yeah, it ain't no I in team. But I'm gonna make an eye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Bro. Hey, look, my listeners know Blue Dog's one of my favorite series, bro. Yeah, trust me. But yeah. it still show. But it also show you what hard work can pay off. You know, mm-hmm. you got a guy that had no confidence in himself at all. What? Well, I'm gonna say no confidence. He knew he was okay, but he just knew he wasn't that guy. Right. Yep. yep. And. And he thought of, you know, and he had, you know, other people and they're like, uh, what is his name? Bachi. He, he yeah, was yeah, always, Bachi, I yeah. wanted, I wanted to play and his, I wanted to play with somebody, you know, right. instead of thinking about, I am that bot, you know, I am that guy, you know, <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I don't need nobody. I am that guy. It'd be mm-hmm. fun to play with somebody. Right. But I don't need somebody. But I don't need somebody, you know. Right. Um, but like I said, Blue Lot showed me that, you know, I mean, like, that's the most recent example I can say of an anime that showed me that, you know, hard work pays off. Like, mm-hmm. you know, hard work definitely pays off. And if you put that effort in, you're going to get that result. Just simple as that. And then you see that over the years of watching different animes. You know, mm-hmm. Naruto screaming, believe it all the time. <laughs> I got it. I'm going to be Hokage. Sure yeah. enough, years later, it took a lot of years, but we ended up being Hokage. You know, he, 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 said it, he said it from the start and always believed in what he wanted to be. And look what he did. He achieved it. He achieved it, boy. Mm-hmm. Hey, like, say it again for the people in the background. <laughs> <laughs> if you set that vision <laughs> and you believe in that vision, you can achieve that vision. That's as simple as that. As simple as that, right? And anime shows you all the time, over and over again, that it is possible. Yes, it is animation. Yes, it is not true. But that statement is true. If you believe it and you put the effort in towards it, you will make it happen. And that's the same thing how I feel about me and where I'm at in life right now. I believed in what I could do. Mm-hmm. And even when I couldn't do, I did not give up. Mm-hmm. I tried. I yep. tested the waters. I overcame the waters. And I achieved what I put my mind to. And it's just that simple. Yeah. And I'm still, and, and not only that, I'm still working on myself. I'm still mm-hmm. trying to do better. So but, you know, hey, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you added I'm glad you had the last part in, bro, saying that you that you're still working on it because I don't want you guys to think that, you know, once you get to your current goal, once you achieve whatever it is you're striving for, that that's it. Like, you know, case closed, mission's over with, you're done. Like, no, as long as we're, as long as we have breath in our lungs, we are constantly improving, constantly trying to get better because, again, it's not about the goal per se. It's about, you know, as cliche as it sounds, it's about the journey, right? You got to enjoy the process and what you're doing and and everything that comes with it, right? Because not everything is is sweet. Using Naruto as as the example, right? You know, he yeah, he became Hokage, but boy, the stuff he had to go through <laughs> to get to, to get to that level is, you know, talking about, you know, finding your best friend and finding out, you know, your parents really did love you, but they sacrificed themselves 
well, as soon as you were born, like you wouldn't even five minutes out the womb. Yeah. And both your parents died. Right. And constantly being attacked by terrorists, like, you know, stuff like that. Now becoming a terrorist. Yeah. Becoming a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you know, kids, y'all listening. It's not, it's not the answer. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> hey, the biggest obstacle wasn't fighting his best friend. It was fighting moderate. Nah, you boy. <laughs> that was, was the whole nation obstacle. <laughs> <laughs> well, boy, Any, anybody who can solo an entire army, brother. <laughs> and for the listeners out there, hey, listen, man, on some, this is some real stuff. There's gonna always be a martyr in your life. Mm. There's mm. gonna always be an obstacle or some type of unthinkable or unbeatable challenge, but you can overcome it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, dude. Yes, and hey, honestly, someone, someone, I'd argue to say most of the time that we are our own moderators, right? The the self doubts we have when we first start off doing something, or you know, like I can't do this, I'm not good enough to do that. You know, everybody else is way ahead of me in the same field, right? And I think we we. We tend to beat ourselves before the world even has a chance to challenge us, right? I mean, that's just my view on it. That's my take on it. And, you know, so the first step is really facing yourself, right? Facing yourself and just saying, nope, I can do this no matter what happens, no matter how many times I fail at it, because you're going to fail, right? We're all, we're all going to suck at it before we even can begin to be good at something. And, you know, unless you just, you know, natural born genius and these isekais, bro, just get <laughs> get power boosts for, for no reason. But last time I checked, it's real life. So, but again, you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to stumble, we're going to fall. And like Kurt said, man, we're going to always have these unbelievable challenges that seem unbelievable to us until we beat it. And then you look back, you're like, man, that wasn't, that wasn't nothing. Like, that was a little <laughs> light work. A little light, light work. work. <laughs> man, I'm, I'm the main character now. Like, <laughs> And just to bring it home, like, uh, uh, this is, is a example of, I was, I was just talking to Nate, maybe what, what it was maybe a month or two ago about me taking this new role at my current mm. job right now. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about this is something I've never done in my life. I'm over here. I'm not necessarily doubting myself. I knew I was going to be okay at the job or good at the job or I was going to stumble or I was going to have issues or whatever. But it was just that uncertainty about stepping out and facing this challenge that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's only because, and, and a lot of times that comes with being, you're being so comfortable doing one thing. Mm-hmm. And then when the moment you step out of your comfort zone, it just mm-hmm. ah, anxiety hits. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. ah, yeah, anxiety. Oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, boy. You're making me relive some stuff right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, and to be honest, Nate, just, just to bring it back also is that, you know, even after having that conversation with you, you made things a lot. Better. And that's what makes you one of my close friends too, man. Because I can have a conversation with you, you know. Uh, I don't think I ever told you this, but we're gonna tell you right now in live, man. I can have a conversation with you, and you know, it gives me clarity with certain things that I am uncertain with sometimes. I mean, yeah, I am older than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have more wisdom with you, but you got an old man soul, Nick. You got an old man, so and I respect it, and I can run things by you and be like, "Huh, you know, that's a different, that's a different perspective." 
Let me take a look at this. Let me look at it at this route. I only had a little, hey, I'm honored and hey, thank you, man. I appreciate that. You know, I, that, that means a lot to me, man. I really, that <laughs> really does. Um, cause yeah, honestly, you know, a lot of times, dude, I'm just speaking from my own, my own doubts and stuff, man. I think I'm sure sure I told you when I first started this podcast, but I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to sound, how it's going to go, especially, you know, combining the two things, right? You know, again, you got anime and, you know, I'm a believer in, in my faith, right? Trying to combine that, combine God with anime and how people are going to take it. And I don't like the sound of my own voice a lot of the times, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So really, I just, I just try to, I just try to help, man. I'm just trying to help people out there, you know, like me, like yourself, man. You just, just realize that, okay, these things are as bad as they seem, even though they seem terrible. Like, like you said, the anxiety hits and when it hits, boy, you just don't want to do nothing. Like, no, I want to be, go back to being comfortable. Like you said, being comfortable and just doing what I normally do. But I truly believe that for us to grow, we have to step outside of that. Sometimes, right? I'm not saying go skydiving if you're terrified of heights. Don't don't do that. Work up to that. <laughs> but you know, just baby steps. So again, I, I I appreciate that, man. I I really I really do. I'm glad that and you you one of my closest friends too, man. Because we can get on here, we can talk about anything, anime, life, even stuff that I'm not going through personally. Because again, I'm not married. I don't have kids and stuff like that. But you know. Me and you used to have a conversation about those type of things, and it's just, it's just, it's just good, man. So, hey, I, I'm, I'm glad I got transferred out there with you, bro. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Look, I, hey, if I can guide the youngest, I try to guide them in the right way that I can. I'm always here by helping, man. And, and when I saw you, you, you was lost, man. <laughs> hey, you, you absolutely. I didn't know what I was doing over there, and I don't know. <laughs> man, I ain't gonna leave you out there, man. I'm, I got you. <laughs> and then now, now look at us. What we trying to be doing? We doing some big things out here now, man. Yeah. Like you yeah. said, the grind, the grind ain't stopping. We gotta, you gotta get it. Uh, let me see. We'll go back to my little sheet here. Uh, oh, okay. So, so next question is: So we we talked a little bit about, I guess, like anime overall. You know, specific series and things like that. But you know, anime can create some deep. Emotional connections, you know, when you you connect to the characters, some of the stories, stuff like that. So, can you describe one particular moment, whether it's with a particular character or a scene or something like that, in in you know an anime series or a movie or something like that that just really spoke to you and just really you know kind of make you think about life in a different way? Uh, every death scene I have ever seen in my favorite animes. <laughs> <laughs> it hits me so different. Uh if it isn't uh future Gohan and the trunks that I mentioned earlier about mm-hmm. or or um Caesar from uh JoJo <laughs> Spike when like I mentioned earlier as well. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> geez, uh, like, I could go on. It's been so many anime deaths. <laughs> That touched me so well, but it it comes back to well, not just anime, because you know, like I said, I'm a otaku of not just anime. I right. love 
right. DC as a whole. DC, mm. uh, Batman, Batman's one of my favorite characters uh, mm-hmm. in DC. Um, even some of the DC deaths, I can go back and like when Nightwing got killed by uh, Damien. Mm. Uh, that, mm. that hurt me. Too. <laughs> yeah. That hurt me too. And not only that, it hurt me. It's just that um, the also you know I don't know how much you know about DC, but you know also Damien ended up taking on the mantle of Nightwing. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, the guilt just killed him, and he he did. He went down a real dark spiral. Um, kind of like how Batman did when mm. uh, Jason Todd, when uh, oh, Todd yeah. died. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it took Tim Drake to kind of get him out of that. He had to adopt a new, you know, Robin and so, Tim yeah. Drake kind of yeah. brought back his humanity mm-hmm. um, after the death of Todd. Uh, same thing. They, and same thing with Damien. Um, he accidentally killed Nightwing by accident. And yeah, it took him into a dark path. But like I said, I'm going on a tangent, but like just any anime death period, I don't want to go into any really truly specific. Um, right, right. I did name I did name a couple, but mm-hmm. it um brings back to reality like man, at any given time, man, we can be gone tomorrow. Like mm. I think about this, my mom, my guardian, my great grandmother, she I call her my mom. Mm-hmm. She's eighty seven years old right now. And mm. I, I think about this every day. She's 87 years old. In any given day, she can pass. Mm. My great-grandma has always been older as she was raising me. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like that. Any given day, she can pass. And what's going to happen? What's going to happen to me? You know, and this is when I was a kid. You know? mm. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going to happen to me? Like, you know, how am I going to handle that? Am I going to be torn up like some of these characters that I see it. Well, I ain't gonna say, am I? I know I'm gonna be torn up. Like some of these characters, right, right. I see. <laughs> <laughs> like some of these characters I see in the animes that I watch. I'm like, I don't think I'm ready for that tragedy. Mm. Mm. Like I, to this day, I was talking to my wife the other day about this, and luckily I have that support system with my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, um, you know, and I have my family and my kids and stuff. But yeah. I was like, I don't think I can handle this. Like, if this happened, I may go and shut off. Mm-hmm. I may be in a dark place. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need you there to get me out of that dark place. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to mm-hmm. need all my friends and stuff. It's like, right. So, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's another thing why, like, when, like I said, when earlier in the in the interview, I was telling you that I have shifted a lot of um, certain animes, and like, I like more right. of a happy space anime mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that you know a lot of dark animes and death related animes. I'm like, you know, that's knocking on my door. I am yeah. older. <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I have to start thinking about real life situations when it comes to stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Trust funds for my kids, right? You know, uh, making sure that my kids and stuff is okay. You know, so if something do happen to me, make sure my family's okay. Mm-hmm. If something happened to my mom, trying to make sure that all those arrangements and stuff is okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and then not only that, being mentally prepared for with that with my family, my you know. They call me the big little brother. I'm gonna put it like that. All right, I all am because right. I'm bigger than most of my siblings, but they're older than me. Gotcha. You gotcha. know, I, how can I help them? Because I know they ain't gonna be able to take it either. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> to, no. to bring it down, yeah. it's pretty much just like yeah, like that that 
it's 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 a lot, right? It's it's, it's just a lot. No, Andrew, I'm just saying. I understand. I guarantee you, the majority, if not all, of my listeners understand the same thing, dude. It, it losing losing anybody, right? But especially the one who raised you, the one who you know fed you, put clothes on your back, who sacrificed everything for you, right? And it's one of those things that we, again we all know it's going to happen one day. It's going to happen to all of us, right? We're all going to you know pass someone, but when the reality hits you, like they're gone now. I mean, it's, uh, it's different because, you know, without with my family, too much of my family business out there, you know, my, my grandmother passed a couple of years ago and uh, that's my mom's mom and they were tight, man. Not too tight. Like they talked every day. Like it was literally <laughs> every day at some point she'd be on the phone with her and they just, you know, be talking for hours. And after, after my grandmother passed, you know, my, my mom, she was in that, that dark place, right? She was in that, you know, real hole. And I mean, again, of course she had, you know, she had my dad, she had, you know, me and my sister and both my sisters and we were all there. We were grieving and there and helping her and kind of helping her get through this, man. But it was, like you said, it, it, it hit, and it hits that close to home. You know, because it's different seeing it on the screen, you know, whether it's a movie or a show or, you know, anime, things like that. But when it hits home and it hits in reality, dude, you're just like, man, this is, like you said, you got, then you got to start thinking about things outside of yourself, right? Okay, I'm going to help my family get through this, right? I'm going to help, you know, my, si- my siblings, my, you know, aunts and uncles and stuff, who's that was their moms too. You know, how are we going to get through this thing together? And it's just one of the things I like I like a lot about, you know, in anime and stuff like that is at least at least for the ones that I've watched, but some of the ones I've watched, they they tend to show the aftermath of some things like that. Cause you know, in a lot of these shonens, right, a character gets killed and it's like, you know, it's par for the course, right? But when they do take the time to show you know, the steps of grief. It, it 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 speaks something to me. I'll give you an example from uh from Naruto, right? When Jiraiya died, man, we all I know me as a viewer, I was upset because I didn't see it coming, right? <laughs> I mean, we just he was just joking around like he always is, and then he gets jumped by pain, and that's it. But you see the the pain in Naruto's face, right? You see the dark place that he's going to. I mean, because Jiraiya was you know. Even though he didn't know, Jiraiya technically is his godfather, right? Like, I mean, that's, exactly. Yeah, it's his godfather. And even though he wasn't aware of that relationship at that time, he still felt a real connection with him. Because Jiraiya, in a sense, was Naruto's first real caretaker, right? Because, I mean, sure, he had, you know, Kakashi and stuff like that. But Jiraiya was Naruto's first real mentor in how to how to use his power. He was teaching them different things. I mean... He taught Naruto one out of the two jutsu that he uses the whole time, right? <laughs> and it's just that type of bond. And when that person is taken from you so suddenly, right, just out of the blue, you don't even know what happened or what you can even do. You feel powerless, right? You just feel you just just feel down. But for them to show us how Naruto went from that to you know, the support he had with, you know, Kakashi and the rest of the Leaf Village to support him. And especially after he beat Pain, 
right? The the morale boost that came with that from everybody, right? How they lifted him up. They're like, okay, you know, Naruto's that guy. And just to walk us through that whole thing, I think that was really a special and, and touching moment, you know, that you don't really get to see too, too often, right? Especially in, in battle shown and things like that. But I, I, I felt, I felt that. So that was a moment I thought about when I read this question, man, it's just, you know, seeing that firsthand and experiencing it kind of pseudo firsthand. Cause again, it was my, it was my grandmother. I still love her and still miss her. But, you know, if, if it was one of my parents, right. Ugh, that but that might, might be my my village my villain origin story, bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> they made became a villain. <laughs> the, the world's gonna know pain after that, brother. <laughs> no, nah, and you're right. Like I, you know, and it's sad that that actually it slipped my mind to think about Jariah death. Jariah death was one of the hardest deaths to to quote with and, and, and well to deal with in, in Naruto for me as well because mm-hmm. just the fact that it's. The fact that you won, you of course you got defeated and killed by your own. You know? mm-hmm. I got to mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. got defeated by someone that you raised as well, or trained. I ain't gonna say necessarily raised, but you trained. Mm-hmm. And the just the disbelief and shock in dry eyes when he found out who he had to go against. Mm. Like that whole mm. death was just. It was just, it was just wrong. It's just, it's just, from the start to finish, it was just wrong. Like you, I, I'm, ha- I'm looking at the person that I raised, I taught juices to, I trained, mm-hmm. and I know I don't want to fight. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I am in a situation where I know I am pretty much useless against. Because to be honest, I believe you know the only reason why his true death was was the fact that he. He didn't want to. Really didn't want to fight. He really didn't want to fight. Mm. And, you know, it was one of those things, I have to let this happen. And, you know, I mean, yeah, he did have a busted running gun and, and all that stuff. Right? You know, Right. <laughs> but it it was one of those things, like, I could have got away, but, you know, I got to let this happen for <laughs> the development of the, the, the show. Oh, the show, right. And, <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, and the... Just uh, another point that just kind of came to my mind too, dog, was um, Ren Goku man from Demon Slayer, bro. That was another one. That was another one. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, we didn't even spend that much time with him like we did with Jiraiya, but it was the time. Again, again, listeners, this is this is what happens. We start going off on stuff, but <laughs> just the time, the little bit of time we had with Ren Goku, man, it was so impactful, right? Like, I mean, whether you watch the movie train movie or you uh, watch the the season that, that when they broke it up, right? You, we only knew him for like what maybe an hour and a half total, like out of the whole series. Yeah. <laughs> but the impact that he made not only on you know Tanjiro and, and the guys, but as us as viewers, like this is Rengoku was what a Hashira stood for, right? This is the pinnacle. This is the, he he was likable. He was about his business, and he got after it, bro. Like he was—he didn't belittle the guys. He actually gave them some pseudo training while he was talking to him. Right? He inspired them, and and then to tie it back to how they felt, right? When when the Kaza showed up at the end, they just got through fighting one of the toughest battles of they of Tanjiro and them's careers, 
and they are they're tired, they're spent. And then this dude just shows up out, out of nowhere who is significantly stronger than the last demon they just fought. And for them to have to sit there and watch as Rengoku fights for his life and dies. I mean, just think about that for a second, bro. Like you they ain't useless. They they are they know they don't have no stand a chain. They'll be in his way if they even attempt to help. Exactly. So they gotta watch this. I mean, it, it's stuff like it's moments like that, bro. That really humanize a lot of these characters for me, bro. It's because I mean, again, we've all been there in some form, in some point of our lives. And if you haven't yet, unfortunately, you will. I mean, that's just how life is. But when you when you see your loved one, you see somebody who you truly care and respect. You know, they're going through a battle that you just you can't do anything about. How you know? Week that makes you feel like you just it you can easily easily start to you know the self hate the self doubt all this type of stuff like that and it, it, it's a slippery slope. But on the other side of it, right, there's these same dark moments, right? You know, the death of Rengoku, the death of Jiraiya. Those things help motivate our main characters to go even harder than they had beforehand, right? I mean, Naruto mastered Sage Jutsu right after that. You know, and he, he, he grew more confident in himself and his abilities after Jiraiya's death. And same thing with Tanjiro and, and, and the boys. You know, they trained that much harder after Rengoku's death because they realized, you know, they even said they don't want this to happen again, right? They don't want someone that they love to die with them being able to, to do nothing about it. And for me, that, that was a real key takeaway. It's just like, hey, you know, when bad things happen in life, when, when they happen to our loved ones or who are us personally, you know, it's all in, all in how we decide to take it, right? You know, we can take it, be upset, you know, take the time to process what's happening. But then, then we have a decision to make, right? Either we're going to stay in that place and feel sorry for ourselves and, you know, the, why did this happen to me? Why did this happen to them? Or we can take it and we, we try to live our lives better like the person would want us to, right? To kind of move on and don't forget them, right? I'm not saying to forget them, but to honor their memory, honor their legacy that they left, that they left behind by improving yourself and really just, you know, doing the best you can because... Again, they wouldn't want you to sit there and throw a pity party, right? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's like, man, I didn't train you to sit there and cry about it the whole time. So you know, let's let's get after it. So anyway, I would say that's what I, I thought about good old Rengoku, man. I was so upset. <laughs> yeah, was, and there is some more honorable mentions. Um, mm-hmm. I can't think of them right now, but you know, all the listeners out there, you know, go ahead and you know put some comments down there about any honorable deaths out there for, for oh. your boy Nate. Oh yeah, absolutely, man, because that ah, there's too many. <laughs> <laughs> we go as we can go on and on and on and on. We still got a couple of questions. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Let me let me let me get back to it. Let me So this next question uh, that you have for me, I mean we kind of really touched on this a lot too, but you know, go for yeah. it. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Throughout yeah. the whole conversation, nah, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, also, again, from the listeners out there, you guys put in your some of your answers to these questions too. You know, I would love to to read a couple and just to I might put them in another episode just to you know really tie it back home. Um, but so the next question is again, a lot of these stories they have characters facing challenges and trying to overcome obstacles and things like that. So, Kurt, can you share? 
another again we've already covered this but another <laughs> <personal> experience <laughs> where you know you've overcame something difficult or or better yet you know how does it influence your like your mindset and your approach to it i think that's probably a better a better one we can get um shoot overcoming an obstacle um I'm mean, going to go a little bit more in details about my current obstacle I'm going through right now. Okay. Um, so my current obstacle, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, is that I am in the position of transitioning to a new job. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and one of the obstacles are, one, the experience in the new job role, and two, uh, the lack of knowledge on certain things. Mm-hmm. Both of those can be, you know, with time fixed. Uh, and that's what I'm currently working on. Yeah, you know, trying to mm-hmm. get the experience, uh, practicing, trying to learn the knowledge. Uh, but to circle back to anime with it is the um, Blue Lock. Mm-hmm. Blue Lock has been my go-to anime. Yes, it just ended. Great <laughs> first season, but this has gave me my new inspiration on life from after watching Blue Lock. Blue Lock has showed me that, yes, you may come into a situation with certain experience. Mm-hmm. You may even think you're pretty good with <laughs> that certain experience. You may think you are the best player out there. Mm-hmm. But there's always someone better. Mm-hmm. Now, what you're going to do with that someone that's better out there experiencing that they are better? Mm-hmm. You can do one or two things. You can take that fall that you just saw or that experience that you saw that someone is better than you and use that as motivation. Mm-hmm. Or you can take that realization that someone's better than you and do nothing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a coworker of mine who's training me. And mm-hmm. I realized that we are in this particular situation of this job, bro, are in two different leagues. I mean, he's a senior for a reason. He's a senior for a reason. You know, <laughs> even with my me coming in and, you know, I'm, you know, I feel like I'm that guy right now. I can mm-hmm. do this. I can do that. I'm showing that I am better than some of the people on the team mm-hmm. uh, and proving that I'm better. Not just showing. I mean, you know, I'm proving right. that I'm better. I'm, I'm, I'm doing and going over and beyond. You know, making some of the other people look bad, unfortunately. But mm-hmm. <laughs> it is what it is. Pretty much, it is what it is. You know, they they are they just bad, and I'm mm-hmm. just better. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, um, but after seeing, after going through a full training session with him, and he's showing unlocking his shotgun <laughs> <laughs> and showing me, I'm like, huh, all right. Well, maybe I ain't as good as I thought I was. <laughs> Man, got humbled up in <laughs> Very humbling moment. Maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was. But then I realized, I was like, you know what? I can't take that and be like, uh, well, you know, he's just, you know, he has more experience and stuff. It's just, it's just one of those things like, huh, I want to do better now. Huh? Mm. Get me to that level. Show mm. me how to get to that level. Mm. Um, and like I said, he, uh, he has shown me a lot. And not only that, I have shown him a lot. Mm-hmm. So, mm. not just that. Sorry if I got to walk away a little bit. Oh, not just yeah. that I have, you know, 
have been humbled and stuff. I've also been showing him, hey, you know, even though he lacks the experience that I have or lack the amount of experience that I have, he can show me a thing or two. Mm. And that's just, like, that's just like the main character in, in Blue Lock, you know. Mm-hmm. It's the king. Boy, <laughs> borrow, dog. Going he to went up against the king, <laughs> but he also surprised the king. Boy. He didn't win. He didn't win. <laughs> He didn't win the first time. But right. Like yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. see, see where I'm going there? He didn't mm-hmm. win the first time. First time. But he showed his potential. Mm. Mm. And that's how I feel with my, my current situation. I ain't win. I ain't win. But I definitely showed him a thing or two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, he was like, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I made it. And the first thing my, after I showed him... Um, I showed him something. Uh, I don't want to go into too much work details about it because you know, you know, yeah, come to yeah. But after right, I yeah. showed him, I showed him a script and stuff that I created, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh yeah, man, huh? <laughs> I never <laughs> thought about doing it this way." Oh, mm-hmm. you did? Well, let me show you a little something else. See this? <laughs> let me show you what I can do. You know, mm, right? At first, I, I felt useless. I felt like, hey, man, I don't know if I can keep up with these people. <laughs> but when I started realizing that, yeah, the person that I'm actually going against, how technically he's training me, it's on a whole nother league and is expected. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, yeah. All right. Well, I want to be like him. You know? Right. I, yeah. I, excuse me. Not necessarily I want to be like him. I want to be on his level. Right. I yep. want the respect that, mm. hey, you know, let's bounce ideas from each other. Mm. Mm. And see, let I, me take you, let me take your mindset. Let's see how. See, maybe I ain't thinking it that way. Let me think. Let me let me see how you thinking, Curtis. <laughs> I do. You know how, but it's just in that alone too is you have someone like that who is also willing to take it. You know, take the advice or something like that from somebody who doesn't have as much experience in their own field too. That that is a rare thing in of in of itself, right? Because. Case in point, like you say, but about the king, right? When uh, when Isagi beat Baro the second, he beat him the the second time after they were on the same team, right? You know, he was like, "What? <laughs> I'm the king. How is this happening to me?" And you, know, you get people like that out there in real life, right? Who they think they they're, they're the best thing since sliced bread, and nobody could tell them anything. And then when they get showed showed up, you know, they're they're mad about it, right? <laughs> they're just like, uh. Who is this new guy? But when you have two people, you know, one who has more experience, the other one who's the up the up and comer, right? And you guys can have a conversation. You can share and exchange knowledge and, and notes with each other. And like you said, you can teach each other different things. Do you know how much better off? You know, just you know, in a, in a corporate situation, the company would be, but in life in general, how everybody would we just be better off like that if we just took the time to really learn from each other and to do I, I think I covered about this in one one of the more recent episodes I just recorded is that you know I don't know if you ever experienced this Kurt but when you get older people when you know you know who are like you know 10 20 years older than you they think they know everything because because they're older like there's no other reason they just just because they're older than you right and they got more life experience and things like that. You know, which is true. They've experienced more things in their life than than you have at that point in time. But that's not 
that doesn't mean you just know more than I do. You know what I'm saying? You have more wisdom about certain things than I do because I haven't experienced them. But I also know some things that you don't know because the world has changed since you were my age, right? And I think if both both sides, the older generation and the younger generation, just take the time to try to understand each other about that type uh, type of stuff, then we see a lot more advancements, a lot less competition, you know, competition amongst ourselves within our own community and things like that. We just come together and like, hey, let's lift, let's lift each other up because we we all just trying to get better. We're all trying to do the same thing. So let's lift each other up. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that you said that you, you and uh, your current mentor can share notes and stuff like that. I mean, I, I think that's awesome that you don't see that too, too often. Oh, you're absolutely right. Because, you know, everybody's is a competition, like you said. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to be where you at or to be further mm-hmm. than you. Mm-hmm. And it's never a, I want to share knowledge. It's mm-hmm. always, I want to withhold knowledge. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. withholding knowledge never really gets you anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Because to, for me, it really never gets you anywhere because it's one of those things that, yeah, you can be good at one thing and you can hold it from someone, but someone can always figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that it's something that no one can do. They just have to figure it out. They mm-hmm. may not have the, you know, your help in figuring it out, mm-hmm. but with a little bit of effort and time, they can figure it out. So withholding information ain't going to get you anywhere. Now you can share that information and have bounced off ideas with each other, and you may learn some more information. You may you may think you may take a look at an outcome and be like, huh, if I try this way, this might be even better. Huh. Mm-hmm. You may start learning more from other people. So age for me doesn't matter. Age right. for me mm-hmm. absolutely don't matter. Like I said, you're a lot mm-hmm. younger than me. And I still think you are very wise when it comes to certain things. And like you said, we lived in two different times. But what you go through in your life right now versus what I go through in my life right now is two different things. You know, right. when I was your age, I was doing all types of different stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the age thing is not a thing. It's just when you're willing to open up your mindset to, you know, hey, what does this person got to offer? What does this person, mm-hmm. you know, how can he contribute? And maybe he might have a valid point. You, that's when you start getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it ain't too many people, like you said. I experienced that just like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, my current job is full of military people that are a lot older, and you know it. Mm-hmm. You know it. You work with some of these. Yeah, <laughs> they know. They know everything, everything when they don't know everything. Yeah, they don't know. Uh, it. They, <laughs> but they know it. They gonna say they know it, but they don't know it. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's one of those things that if they just be quiet, listen, they could learn something, mm-hmm. or even find a way to do something better. But they don't. And unfortunately, that's how corporate America is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and seniority and all that other stuff that comes with it, terrible. So, yeah, that, mm, mm. for you youngest listening out there, just just wait, <laughs> just wait. Hopefully, you don't experience this type of thing, you know, too harshly. Because you know, I immediately where we work at right now. Again, without going, you know, too too deep into that, 
it's not as bad as some other places, but it's not as good as some other places too when it comes to stuff like that, right? You know, they typically value seniority over actually knowing the job and processes and stuff like that. But, you know, there are other places that, again, are worse off than that and then other places that are better. So, you know, don't, it's not no doom and gloom or anything. The point is just to have an open mind and be willing to be teachable, you know, be humble and be willing to teach others too, right? Because, you know, no matter how young or how old you are, you have something of value that you can get to somebody else, right? Whether they ask for it directly or not, but if you see somebody struggling with something, it, it takes nothing for you to go tap them on the shoulder and say, hey, I see you struggling with this. Have you tried doing it this way? You know, or maybe thinking about it like this, you know, just just uh, lend a helping hand because you remember what it was like to struggle through that type of stuff. And, and um, Kurt, like you said, man, eventually they're probably going to figure it out. They put enough time and effort into it because a <laughs> hey, case in point, man, there's so many things. Kurt, how many times have I come to you asking you for some help with some of like the, our home lab projects that I'm working on, bro? Like, <laughs> I mean, all, all, the, hey, listen, all the time, man, all the time. And I like, like you said, I have no problem helping you. If I have already done it and I have the experience, and I'd be like, you know, Nate, here, try this or do this or whatever. You know, I have no problem. Like, if you can call mm-hmm. me any any time of the day, night, whatever, if I'm up and you ask asking a question about something, I, I answer the phone every time. Hey, you know, here, you know, try this, do this. Yeah. And uh, this, uh, also, I mean, I cut you off and say again, guys, this, this, that's that's what we're talking about, right? Isn't it? I mean, it, it, it's it's something I can figure out for myself. Yeah, I mean, I can I can look it up, I can do my research, stuff like that. But I know I got Kurt. You know, Kurt got my back, and and vice versa. I mean, he called me up for a couple things, like he's uh, said earlier in the in the um, in the conversation. You know, if he's going through something, or if he not sure, he just wants a different opinion. And he'll call me the same thing, man. Anytime I'm up, as soon as I see his name on my phone, I'm stopping what I'm doing to at least you know pick up the phone so we can you know just chop it up. So it, it's find somebody like that, and you be someone like that is pretty much the whole moral, right? Yeah, pretty much. Because we need more people like that. We definitely mm. need more people like that. Boy, who, who you telling, man? Absolutely. Ugh, man, this place would be so much better. <laughs> all right let's see and then the 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 last last question i got over here is okay here we go so it says anime here but again it's gonna be any type of media anime movies video games all these things offer a sense of you know escapism exploration of you know different cultures settings worlds things like that and through like uh, like some self-discovery too, you know, learn about who you are and who you want to be, things like that. And so my question for you, Kurt, is has, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm running from just anime, right? Because again, we're otakus of more than just that. But has any, you know, of your hobbies or media, something like that, have any of that played a role in helping you understand yourself better? Or, you know, even discover something new about yourself that you didn't know you liked before or, you know, something along those lines? So, um, Break that down. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so I call this my escape uh, in my escape room. So <laughs> when I'm in my office, I surround myself with various different things: anime posters, DC posters, DC figurines, anime figurines, mm-hmm. just everything that I like. Video games, all that stuff. So. 
When I lock in, is what I like to call it. When I lock into a, you know, if it's an anime, if it's a video game, if it's mm-hmm. uh, some, you know, I'm reading a DC comic or uh, anything, you know, it, it's my escape. It's my escape. It gives me clarity to figure out certain things in life that's going on. So, because life is, we all know life is pain. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a pain. And mm-hmm. sometimes you just need to get away. Um, And as I'm enjoying these different things, if it's me locking in in Call of Duty, if it's me working the manga, watching anime, I sit there and, yeah, I'm playing a game, but I'm self-reflecting about, you know, how can I be better in life? Mm. Um, it's kind of like a meditating thing. Mm-hmm. I should say, um, as I'm doing these activities, I am thinking about life, what I can do better in life. Uh, a lot of times I'm thinking about how to make a million dollars. And and to be honest, um, I get ideas from that stuff. Mm. Um, I get a lot of ideas from that stuff. Uh, my recent idea uh, during my self-reflection was I was... You know, like I told you, I'm a huge fan of Batman and stuff. I was mm-hmm. uh, watching, I want to say it was the Justice League animated movie. Uh, the um, the Injustice one. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, as I'm watching this movie, I'm just sitting there thinking about different business ideas. Uh, and this is how I came up with the uh, display shelf that I sent you a picture of. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how I made the display shelf or whatever. So I was giving out this. I was like, huh, you know, I like DC. I like, you know, I got a bunch of DC statues. I need to figure out something what I'm doing. As I'm watching a movie, you know, and I just, it, it, this is strange. I know you're going to be like, how did this come up to this? <laughs> I was like, you know what? I said, let me try to find a product. As it is just me watching a movie. I'm just, my, I'm zoned out. How to mm-hmm. find a product that I can possibly build that will, Give me everything that I need, which is like, you know, I had all these boxes of statues that were in these statues. <laughs> and then do some really cool stuff with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I'm watching this stuff, I'm like, you know, I'm watching Batman and stuff. I'm like, all right, well, you know, Batman, let's start coming up with some ideas. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build me a display shelf. And not only am I going to build a display shelf, I'm going to put all my Batman and stuff statues in there. And then mm. the whole idea just started coming. Like after that, they're like, I just started coming up with different things. And then I started bouncing ideas with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I ended up coming up with, did I send you the, oh, I mean, I don't know we're getting off on the thing. Oh, I'll yeah, you yeah. that later. Um, but uh, then, you know, I came up with the idea with the whole voice activated display stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you did what? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, like I say, yeah, man, it's anime is a is a safe space for me. I, I just to sum it all up, anime is a safe space for me. It allows me to get my some of my most creative thinking. Uh, not just anime in general. It just if it's a hobby, video game, um, anime, manga, whatever it is. When I it allows me to do my best creative thinking. Mm. Mm. While I'm, yeah. while enjoying myself, I should say that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's I think that's the key part. Yeah, because <laughs> you'll never know. Like you could be watching some type of anime or something, and just some random thought come in your mind. I mean, this at least for me, 
Like some random idea will always come up, and it, it may be something that I saw in the anime that's like, huh, that's a cool thing. Oh, yeah. Know, and then I start, I start going off <laughs> and start thinking about other stuff like in the midst of that anime, or I saw something in the anime that gave me an idea to do something here, especially when it comes to the Japanese culture and, and anime. Mm-hmm. Like they're so futuristic in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um that you'll see something in the anime and be like, huh, I don't think we have this in real life yet. Yeah. yeah. How can I get, you know, how can I try to get something like this? Mm. Mm. I, don't know, I don't know if that ever hits you like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it, for me, all the time, and it can, it, and the crazy thing about it, it can be like animes back in like 2016, 2008, like stuff with technology ain't really was boom, well, wasn't really booming like that. But in mm-hmm. the anime, you see like this whole futuristic type stuff. Like one of the ideas I got actually recently, um, which I'm working on now. Mm-hmm. Was from oh anime was this? I was watching. Uh, let me. I don't want to bastardize the name. Uh, is it one of those super long ones that have two sentences or something? <laughs> yeah, it's one of those really long isekai animes. <laughs> oh lord! <laughs> <laughs> and I would have to go find the actual name of the title, but I'll tell you later about it. But I started thinking about no, 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 no. no. I think it was my. Was it my Isekai life? I don't know. I can't think about the title of it right now. But however, mm-hmm. I was watching the anime and, you know, we all in the world of, you know, AI right now. AI is taking over everything. Like mm-hmm. AI generated and AI in IoT devices. Okay. Ooh. I already like where this is going, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so in most isekais, you have great sage, you know, like Rimuru mm. and uh and uh yep. yeah. 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 So you have these AIs in their minds that are reading and feeding back information to these things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we're currently close to a time in life where we can have some of this stuff doing this for us, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, you know, you know, I already dapple a lot in the AI and doing voice active stuff and automation and stuff right. in my home labs. So as I'm watching, I think it was my easy guy life. I think that's the one with the slimes and stuff where. He, uh, yeah, I seen that one. With yeah. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when he had all the OP the, slimes and he yeah, had he that, be, great, that great yeah. sage. <laughs> well, he be casting spells through the slimes. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm sitting there like, I, as I'm sitting there like, I'm like, dang. That's a whole lot of automation going on right there. Pretty much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Then I'm like, dang. So I'm starting to get, and I'm like, man, wouldn't it be cool if I put a sensor on my door? When I walk and open my door, my chair turns around, my computer do wake on land, Google mm. greets me. Mm. And all I started, so my mind started thinking, I'm like, this is all possible right now. Yeah. This is all possible. I have the automation skills for it already. We are mm-hmm. all, I have some of this stuff I've already automated mm-hmm. to do. And all it takes is you know, the time and the effort to do it. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I could really be like some of these stuff that I see <laughs> in anime. And, I, and it, it just, it blows my mind just to think about it. I'm like, yeah. So 
I get a lot. Like I said, let's just to sum it all up, but not to go too much on a tangent, like watching anime, I, I think of some of the craziest things. Anime, video games, when I'm zoning, I think of some crazy ideas. And it gives me some of my best ideas. And I have done a lot of them. And I have shown a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> So it influences me a lot, man. It influences a lot of my day-to-day stuff that I do in my office or do at my house. Like, I I just told my washer and dryer earlier to go start the loading. Now. Boy, <laughs> man. I wish, man. <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 one of those things. Yeah, like like a lot. Like I said, let's sum it all up. A lot of that stuff I see in these different things, like Batman and his bat gadgets doing all this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. animes and, you know, Great Sage and Rimuru and them doing all yeah. this stuff, you know. It's one of those things it's like, yeah, yeah, we, we're almost in that time where I, I feel like I'm in a real life isekai. <laughs> <laughs> and, boy, boy, what a time we live in when that happened for real. <laughs> you see chat GPT, man? Oh, you see, I, chat, you see what chat I have GPT used chat GPT so much, man. You don't even know it, man. I, yeah. <laughs> it's, Man. It's, life is wild, right? Like, and we are like in the golden age IT. Well, technically, they would say back in the day was the golden age IT. But you know what I mean. Yeah, it's I, our golden, we are not our golden age IT. Exactly. Well, because a lot of the things, like, like my, again, my listeners, sorry we go off on a tangent, but again, this is what being a taku is. You find something and you just go, you go deep in on it. And like, hey, girl, like you said, dude, this IT. A, this AI, IoT, just the all of this stuff, right? Because again, I know it's speaking gibberish to a lot of my a lot of my listeners right now. They're like, I don't know what these acronyms mean, any of this stuff. But for those who know, they know. And it's basically it's almost like it's like adult Legos, right? You got all these different building blocks, these different things that you can, like you said, you get an idea. It's like, huh? Is this this is pretty cool? Can I like can I do this? Do I have the knowledge? Yep. Do I have the skill set? Yep. Do I have the materials or the components that I need? Yep. Or if not, Amazon's a wonderful thing. So, you know, you got all these things and you can just you can just go in and just get real creative with these type of things, right? And for and for me, and one Kurt, you're not not the only one who gets crazy ideas while watching anime and stuff like that. You know, I just I'm just lazy. I don't act on them all the time, <laughs> if I'm being honest, but they do when they when they hit me and you really have you ever had it where it hits you so hard that you got to pause what you're watching to really think about it, bro? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I I definitely understand. I definitely and, understand. And like for me, case in point, dog, is really this just this pod this podcast as a whole, man, because it was it was on my heart to do something like this, you know, whether it was podcast or something like that, where it's just sharing my uh my love for you know this this culture right you know anime manga things like that because again me and you we had conversations all the time you know me and my dad have these conversations you know about animated we both watch and stuff like that and it's just you know when you sharing that love for something with somebody else is always a, a wonderful thing but then i got to thinking and it really hit me when i started watching blue lock man it was, you know, the main character, he does this whole, you know, jigsaw puzzle, puzzle piece type thing where he'd be thinking. And he was like, what's this last piece that I need to get to that next level, to beat this opponent, to score this goal, whatever he is he's trying to do. And 
for me, I've, I, I, I realized that I've been doing that my whole life, man. Just, you know, when I'm watching these shows, watching these animes, I'm already internalizing these characters and their struggles and what they're and what they do to overcome them. You know, like Naruto's, you know, believe in attitude, right? Goku's incredible work ethic. I mean, this man working out while he's dead, bro. I don't know who does that. Like, <laughs> just literally got the halo on and he's still over there training, training his behind all. And, you know, like Ichigo from Bleach, his whole mindset is, I, I remember, I remember this line, like the, like the, and just like it was yesterday, man, he was fighting one of the, one of the villains in Bleach and Ichigo was getting drugged, man. He was getting, just beat to sleep. And the dude was like, why do you still hold on to your sword? You can't possibly think that you're going to win. And Ichigo was like, it doesn't matter if I think I can win. I have to win type thing. Like there's no, losing is not an option for me type thing. Now keep in mind, he was just he's getting drugged at the whole fight. Like <laughs> there's no there's no chance there's no chance anywhere that he's gonna win. But that type of mentality, right, where I have to do this, I have to achieve this, I have to overcome this because there is no other option for me. And that spoke volumes to me because kind of tied back to what we said earlier about being comfortable, right? Because when you when you grow to be comfortable in your situation, your surrounding, that's when you start to get lazy. That's when you, the drive starts to die down a little bit. And that's why we're, I'm not going to say afraid to, but you know, that's where we're less likely to try new things to develop the things we already have, right? Because we're comfortable. We just don't want to, we don't want to mess up our routine and our flow. And, but that's where creativity thrives in you stepping outside of your comfort zone, you actually doing and acting out the things that you're thinking about, right? Like like you for the automation and things that you're working on in your home lab and the stuff you're learning now in your new position. And like, but for me, you know, taking the stuff I already do with anime and putting together on a podcast for other people to listen to and try to, you know, pull what they can from it and maybe create some more anime watchers out there, right? And if <laughs> to watch some of these other different anime besides the the mainstream one right and just really take these things and apply it to our own life and just say hey don't be afraid to try new things and don't be afraid to fail at new things too i think that's the biggest thing is if you're afraid to fail you're never going to succeed at it i mean that's plain and simple right and again me and kurt understand this because you know we work in it we do uh, home lab and stuff all the time. Uh, I don't know how many times I've broken something in my own house. I'm like, mm. <laughs> I got to go back and fix that. Hurt me and you just had a conversation. What was yesterday about you trying something new and you took out your internet for three days, right? Like <laughs> stuff like that. And but you fixed it, and now you know more than what you did before, and now you are more confident doing that type of thing again. And you would have never known you were capable of doing something like that if you would have never tried, if you had never even attempted it. So again, for my listeners out there is for this whole hour plus long talk we just had, we just talked about, you know, the things we love and you know, anime and how it's affected us. The point is to one, don't be, don't be ashamed of who you are and what you like, you know, people can call you nerds or whatever, and, you know, who cares, right? They let them live their life. You live yours. And really 
open up your mind to the possibilities that are at the, that you have around you, right? The people you know, the things that you are, you know, into, and the different opportunities that may that are coming down the pipeline in different situations like that, and even from the very shows and games that you play and watch, right? It's knowledge is out there. And you just have to be willing to do something about it, and when you fall down, because you will, we're all going to fail at something. Don't stay there, right? Learn from it. Learn what you like. Okay, what didn't work this time? And what can I do to do better next time? And get up and do it again. Because, I mean, because, Kurt, you touched on it before, man. You, the stuff, like, when you're watching these anime and you're, or, you know, like the DC movies and the video games and stuff like that, when we're doing the self-reflection, we're enjoying it. That's the key. That's really the key part. We're enjoying the process because we're enjoying what we're doing. And for me, I want us all to, you know, live life and not just survive it. Right. I want my goal at the end of the day, man, is to every day that I get up, that I wake up, I'm enjoying my life, doing whatever it is that I'm doing. And that way, you know, it just it just goes by smoother. I think, you know, we're doing something that we love together with our friends and family and you're doing something that you're truly passionate about and you truly believe in then hey yeah that sounds like a good life to me man like, i'll be honest with you <laughs> that sounds like a good life yeah i definitely agree man definitely agree Oh man! Well, all right, McCurt. I know you. You a busy, busy man. So I'm, I'm gonna let you cut out of here. But before you go, man, one, I just want to thank you for you know taking the time out of your busy schedule to hop on here with me, hop on here with my listeners. I'm sure they en- enjoy hearing somebody else besides me for once, <laughs> and you know just sharing your life and things like that, man. Um, do you have any socials or anything that you want to plug in for everybody listening? Uh, well, first before I do that, yeah, I want to say no. You're welcome, man. Anytime. If you need me for another episode, I'm always here. Uh, I make time for you. Uh, I enjoyed this uh, hour, hour and a half, almost two hour conversation. You know, we do this. We chop it up like this all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, love talking about anime, love talking about just life things in general, whatever we can do, whatever I can do. Um, for the socials, I do do a lot of streaming on Twitch. You can follow me at on Twitch at Quick underscore draw x on twitch you can also follow i do stream also on facebook uh facebook sorry facebook gaming same thing it's a uh, quick underscore draw on facebook uh and that's pretty much it i do a lot of different uh video games i play call of duty um really heavy into warzone 2 right now uh with the launcher street fighter 6 i'm doing a lot of streaming over on my twitch uh for street fighter 6 i'm a big geef player uh geef and cammy zan geef for those who know uh that's who i'm going to be maining in this street fighter 6 so if you want to see some good high level geef play some cammy play come on over to twitch and come see your boy you know support us over here quick draw um and yeah i think that's pretty much it uh for my socials awesome awesome man all right so again i'll have those on link down in in the description somewhere um so Kurt, you want to send me those right after this yeah, i'll make sure it's in there can do that. and again man it's always a pleasure hey like you said we have these conversations all the time i just decided hey let's record it <laughs> let's record at least one of them for for my people so again guys again like always 
hope you guys learned something new today. Learn something new about yourself and really take these questions to heart. And again, just always remember, you, know, you are the main character of your story. And that story doesn't end until he says so. All right. Be blessed.